Hello Dorkers and welcome to a massive week in uh, AFL Dockers history. Joining me as always from Queensland, uh, no relation to Chris Judd, Mr Matthew Judd. Question mark on relationship, I could be. You know Rob Dog actually, you know Rob Dog um, was at a business event with Chris Judd. I love it how you always say something inflammatory and it launches me straight into a story. Um, Rob Dog was on a business, like a business meeting or something and Chris Judd was there. Might have mm-hmm. been in Melbourne, it might have been here. And like, there was a, it would have been, been like 20 people there. And he's like, hey, mate, like, my name's also Judd. And, um, and they started talking because dad's from Victoria. And dad's, my granddad had like seven or eight brothers. There was like nine boys. Mm. So there was nine people. And they were like, mate, and like apparently their granddads were like in similar areas. So they were like, mate, we could be like distant cousins. Ooh. Rob Dog put it out there. Because I used Ooh. to tell people in high school I was without knowing. Well, sorry, Juddy. Maybe a relation then. Maybe a relation. Possible to Chris. relation. Possible, Possible relation. Okay. Well, I won't try open with that. Um, with that again, I'll leave that. You can't burn me with that anymore. You big jerk. <laughs> but mate, who are you related to? Gazman and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no famous relations, unfortunately, mate. We got. Um, what a massive, what oh, a week. I'm exhausted. Well, was it tiring or was it entertaining? bit of both um, i have spent a lot of time reading threads on facebook recently i don't know about you oh i try not to but yeah i definitely get stuck into them and what do you mean you try not to you ta- i uh, you like tag me in that one and then i do and then you go and then like 30 minutes later you're like oh hey, look at these real funny ones <sighs> yeah i know i try not to i'm not saying i do it well but yeah massive massive week in west show probably the biggest fallout from a derby um I, oh, Matt, I reckon this is a bigger fallout than the Demolition Derby. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Which um, is crazy talk. And, you know, we it's hard to even... You know, there was a game that went on outside of what happened with Gaff. Oh, we don't like to remember that anyway. <laughs> well, we'll the get... Gaff game. We're going to launch straight into the Gaff stuff because it what is... What do you reckon the, will be the nickname of this, like, oh, this I know, derby? You know, like Demolition coined. Derby. Yeah, we should have thought of something. How many derbies have nicknames? Just the Demolition Derby, probably. The Gaff Dog. The Gaff Dog incident. Gaff's Gaff. Gaff's Gaff. Gaff's Jab. Yeah, probably Gaff's Gaff, I reckon. Um, so we're going to launch into that. We're going to go into the game. Um, then we're going to jump into... I'm outdoors at the moment, so if you hear a train going past, it's because there's a train going past. That's all right. Balcony. Well, I mean, the great man, I was listening to Purple Rain last night, the great man was um, a bit gassy last night because it was Pepsi Max. So don't be don't I was be listening to that today, and I love how much Duck eats and drinks throughout a show and just is constantly, like, choking on lollies and stuff. <laughs> oh, shout out to the boys. Never the change, Ducky. Um, and then we'll get into some we'll get into some punting. We've got this week, we've got Carlton. I assume you've got some Peel stuff to go through. Um, we've got some big... I have a couple of peel things to go through. Yeah, but let's... Um, you've got some points. You got, I think you've got nine points. We're just going to discuss right. them. We might as well get into it. We'll go into the game. So, 
interestingly, we conceded quite a bit. We could have conceded more. 21 goals, 16, 142. Defeated the Dockers, 13, 6, 84. We scored 84 points, mm. which I was like, if we can crack 80, I'd be like way less annoyed than if we scored like 60. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, that's a pretty obvious point. Five goals each in the final quarter. A 10-goal yeah, ten ten final quarter. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, which would have been weird because they would have all st- still been like fatigued but like trying to hurt Gaff. Mm. <laughs> um, in general, in general, I thought my, from my hindsight view of the game, I'd, I was watching it and I was pretty weirded out the whole, the whole game. I was like really annoyed in the first half and the third quarter I was like livid but back like loving the Dockers. And then the fourth quarter I was like, don't let them keep scoring these goals. But we were killing them out of the midfield in terms yep. of the centre. Because we've been talking about that and Lyon made a point pre-game. He's like, we've been killed out of the centre clearances. We're gonna, we put heaps of effort into it. Yeah. Luckily, they, they really worked on it properly and dominated that. But, you know, the same old Dockers, like hand pass out to somebody streaming into the forward line and don't look where you're kicking it, no. even though you're in 20-metre space and just kick it to nobody. Yeah, really so like the, that last smart kick. We, that polish. It's yeah. just that polish, isn't it? And interestingly, they do it really well up until 70 metres from goal. Like, they, like, find these little targets. And, yeah. you know, we're like, oh, yeah, sweet. This is good build-up. This is, like, we're, we're really building the ball here. And then they, they get the ball to 70 out and just go, derp, and just lob it in. Or the forwards just point lead. Like, yeah. I think Duck, Duck spoke about it today. The forwards just put their hand up. It's like, no, 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 no. If you can move slightly, I can kick out in front of you and then you don't have to just wrestle someone and try and take a mark. I think they really, the three of them, the three of them were back together, the gang. Um, but a little bit too close? Yeah. Oh, man. I'd, I think if you're playing particularly against West Coast, you really want to get separation from um, Hearn and McGovern so they can't work together. You really want to isolate and separate. Yeah, let, let them patrol the middle, the corridor and yeah. kick to like the 45 degrees and yeah. get shots from 45 degrees out from a stab pass. Whereas they were Tabs and, or Tabs Cox and McCarthy seemed to keep them all in the, in the right in area. In a bunch. Yeah, whereas they bunch should have up. tried to, I'm not sure, it's obviously a very good defence and, and McGovern's incredible intercept mark, but I thought they could have maybe done that a bit better they seemed to just stay too close they were excited to be on the football field again together so they didn't want to move away I think the lack of and this is probably the last comment we'll have about the game anyway the the football game that is um, like the lack of midfield forward connection be that both the midfield kicking like you're going to have sometimes really good mids just kick where they want the forward to go they're like all right, I want you to go right. I'm going to kick there. And then yeah. if you're not an idiot, you'll run for that ball and probably mark it. But the forwards and the mids just lack that, I don't know, cohesion. Yeah, and definitely. mids will just kick it nowhere and kick it to like an uncontested mark. Ugh. Or the forwards just won't lead properly. Or I don't know. There's, a, there's so much work to do on that forward-mid connection. And I think Lyon is well aware of this. And probably they work... like. I can imagine their trainings are just constantly like, oh, how are we going to get this footy into the forward line? It'll Let's have kick to, it long. Yeah. I think the penny will drop. I think they're getting closer. Um, well, they say often, Paul Rue says this, you build a team from the back forward. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, but we've definitely gotten a lot better from... Off half back. I thought, from I thought Walters, line, I had yeah. Walters and Hill, Brad. Um, they, Brad Walters Hill was Brad good. Hill were up and about. Mundy? Running. 
Yeah, Mundy, man. Mundy had 10 tackles. He was a beast. Mate, um, Mundy had two clearances, centre clearances, within the first minute. Yeah. So I was like, he's on for, I'm pretty sure I calculated it's 160 clearances if he keeps this up. And he disappointed us he didn't get them. He didn't get 160. I think he had eight or nine. <laughs> That's still quite a lot. I think one a quarter is a lot. So yeah. getting eight is awesome. Um, all right, so that's where we'll talk about the game. So Eagles were far too good, but far too polished and far too good. Um, we do miss a few of those guys like um, Fife and Sandlands and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, all right. <clears throat> Would have been good to have Benel there because the Eagles, particularly Indigenous forwards in Rioli and uh, Ryan, both know how to crumb a pack, <laughs> whereas... <laughs> Uh, like Bowers. Has Bowers crumbed a pack in the last three years? Oh, mate. It, do, it is unfortunate. Like, I felt bad sometimes because, like, Luke Ryan's there and it's just getting turned over on the half-forward flank and it's just coming back in. It was in hard, just, yeah. Just, I mean, when it's coming in like that. It's coming in hot. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll run you through. This is the Gaffest Brayshaw incident. So I'll just run through a few points and we can just discuss them as quickly or as slowly as we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can add anything at the end. So firstly... What on earth was Gaff thinking or trying to do with that situation? You go first. Just frustration. And pro- like, you know, just whack him as hard as he can, really. Probably, he's not a boxer, so his intentions are probably hit him in the chest, but, you know. But if you think about it, so... He was trying to whack him. He was trying to whack him. Yeah. What, what Brayshaw was doing is what we... I, I was getting told to this at a, like, you know amateur level is a really good play is when someone's trying to run past you to link up you just bump a bar them you block them a little bit and it makes their their life exactly you check them it makes their life really hard to get past you and they probably don't and then um you know they don't get their next kick but if you let them run past then they become an extra man and there's an overlap so it's like incumbent on the man to stop that run and it's way easier to block someone than trying to run next to them (laughs) Um, so uh, that's a very standard AFL play because it's a standard amateur football play. So that wasn't that annoying. He'd had about 20 touches to that stage, two gaffes. So I don't know why he was so annoyed. And for him to try and throw that punch, he would have gotten a week or two regardless. Like yeah. he put some force into that. And then for him to then accidentally hit a face, just I think recognises that he made a huge mistake from electing to punch let alone hitting him in the face. So it's a very weird situation for a person that, you know, everyone, I'm, I'm sure he's a very quiet, nice guy. He seems like it before this. Um, but it's a very weird thing to elect to do in that situation. Mm. Um, all right. So I think we've covered that. What do you think about the response by Frio players that wanted retribution? I... Oh, I was at the game, so it was a bit different. I, I mean, mate, over, I loved it. I, I knew you were going to say personally. <laughs> I the, loved it with the outcome and the way it went down in the end. I, I don't mind it, but say Johnson had it connected and, and caused some Concussed serious harm to Gaff, then it's just a. I don't. Silly. I don't like that. I just think it's so. I don't mind the end result, but I mean you. Like Ballas could have ripped his shoulder off in one of those on one of those center clear and the center bounce one. Like it's I personally, I think I said it to you or you, the the rockets thread. I was like, I'm back on Ballas. So the fact that he took it upon himself to come off the back of the square 
and make Gaff know that he wasn't going to get away with that without doing like a, you know, Dermot Brereton type elbow to the face type thing. I was really impressed that the Frio leaders, particularly the senior players, did not just go into their shells for once in a game when we were down by 60 points. Like the amount of times we go into our shell when we're down by 60 points, and I'm sad that it took, you know, one of our players getting his head taken off to be like, hey, maybe we should put up a stand here and put in some effort and, you know, try and... It it took that to get some intensity, which is annoying, but... um, I liked it. I, I liked what I saw. I don't think any of them went over the top. The Johnson bump was probably the closest. And it I was more the just game, the way though, he caught him. At the game, though, I mean, Hill, Hill was running up and down the ground. Like, someone was constantly bumping in, smashing into it. Like, if the ball was somewhere else, someone was following him up and down the wing. Yeah, okay. Which probably, That's old school. It is old. And it just, to me, got a bit old. Like, it got... Yeah. Um, but someone was constantly... Which... You know, to be like, honest, yeah, go I on, don't, sorry. In the end, given it given it all, it's fine. But just when I was at the game, it probably... You saw more, I think, than we saw. <clears throat> yeah, it was just... You would like probably to Probably a little bit over the, the top. Take the higher ground. But it's well, tough I, in that situation. But I think in those, those situations when you're down by 10 goals in the halfway through the third quarter, fourth quarter, then that becomes your only objective. You're like, well, we're yeah. going to lose by 10 goals. Let's just make that guy's last quarter and a half living hell. Yeah. And so it, it distracts you from the game at the same time as but motivating you. They all shook his. They shook a lot of them. Shook his hand at the end of the game. It was. So it was like, very all interesting. In all, they they all, were very yeah. mature about it after the game. Yeah. So all in all, it's just it could have turned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the slightest turn, it could have. Someone could have, and then it's yeah. different for me. So, it, all in all, at the end of how it panned out, I think, including the shaking of the hand, I think very well done. Um, what, yeah, end. I think so. What do you yeah. think about the West Coast response, both the crowd and the players? Terrible. So the, the crowd cheering him like it, he was playing his 200th game. When I, when I was watching that, I was like, why are the crowd cheering every time he's going near the ball? Like That is mental. Yeah. And I don't care if they maybe didn't show it on the thing. I thought they did. Someone said they, they did. Did they not show it once? They came out and said that... The, the the camera that supply the the um, entertainment in the in the stadium like the cameras that supply that they didn't capture it so they didn't get the footage till moments a, a time after and they didn't deem it important enough to replay on the big screen which is Ooh. ludicrous to me that was what I read somewhere I did read yeah. that so like I, I I just reckon it reeks of West Coast home game doesn't it. I just it, and even the even after he kicked X files. The, even after he kicked the goal, I mean that kind of celebration where every player on the ground gets around you is a celebration again, that's saved for a milestone. Or, again, like he played two hundred games today. Yeah, um, that's that's not you know that's for a first game. And the players the knew. Goal. Gaff knew. The players definitely knew what uh, had happened. Like what what were the other Eagles like? Why are they attacking Gaff so much now? Randomly. Was, it like the players bizarre. knew the players doing that was real weird. If I was on a team and my player like punched the shit out of a guy and he had to get stretched off or whatever happened, I forget how he got off the ground. And then everyone on the field generally knows when someone gets punched because if the Dockers players figured it out, they would have said something. Like it's not like they're just running to gap. They're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" It's like, "Mate, he punched our guy out. That's why that guy went off and is in hospital now." And then you're like, oh, shit. If that play kicked a goal, I'd be like, yeah, mate, good work. I'm going back to the centre. Like, fuck you. 
That, that I, is a Derg act. Are you getting to Simpson? Does Simpson end up in one of the questions or can we go in? Yeah, so the coach's response. The coach, I mean. Lion was just emotional and I'll leave it there. And I thought he actually handled it pretty well. The only thing he did was say 100 metres when it was 30. But like, really, that's just an exaggeration. So what did you reckon about Simpson? How he walked into, if you're, like, say I'm Adam Simpson and you're someone at West Coast and you've asked me, how are you going to handle the post-match? And I look at you and I say, well, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to say Gaff didn't mean to. He didn't intend to punch him in the head. And I'm going to say that. Any person in their right mind would look at you and say, we don't know the extent of the damage. We don't even know if Brayshaw's all right yet. For all we know, he could be in a terrible medical condition. Do not go in there and say anything like that. Like, just go I in there and you say... Could, you, you could... Yeah, exactly. Go on, sorry. You just go in there and you say, it's hard for me to comment on. I don't have all the facts. Like, you don't go in there and... De- like, defending's for now. Man, now, if he comes exactly. out now, I'm happy with it. But it, it just... Mate, how about, say... Look, I know Gaff's a very nice player. I doubt he'd meant it intentionally. But it's a bad, very bad look. We feel really sorry about it. We're not about that as a club. And we apologise to the family, and we will we will do our best to you know see that the proper process oh, is seen no. to. How about just say that, and then that way you haven't said it's not intentional. You've just said, look, I, I wouldn't have thought that, that player would do that, um, but we'll we'll leave it to the powers that be, and we'll cop any punishment punishment that happens, and we're very sorry. And then that way, there's no fuel on the fire. There's no. Um, I, I, I think they just think they are invincible sometimes. I was just I was blown away. I was just blown away. They by just their think response. they're invincible. And but this you know, fed directly into social media. <laughs> yeah, which, which blew up because of, you know, they're only, they're only following what their fearless leaders say, which is what I think. I think that, but I mean, you're only. Yeah, you just have to look at it as plain and simple as it is what it is, and it's just a, a shocking accident. No one wishes that it happened. Gaff doesn't wish it happens, and you know we it's hope not that hard. All right. Exactly, exactly. It's not that hard to come out very impartially, but very apologetically. Not say anything really, but just be very apologetic. Yeah. So don't say he's guilty, but don't say he's not guilty. Just say, look, I, I, I don't, I don't know all the facts. I, I, it's a terrible incident, and I feel really sorry for him. And then yeah. if, if they dig, just say, look, I'm not sure. I can't answer that. And then you can get out of it. Ross does it all the time with any question. Just, <laughs> just yeah. don't answer. Don't defend your player to the end of the earth when really he doesn't deserve defending. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. But um, it fired up social media. So um, <laughs> what were some of your favourite posts, the themes probably of the, your posts? Probably more to the lighter side of it. The people with the Microsoft Paint lines and squeezes. You? <laughs> I didn't draw that. Oh, the lines. So in in explanation, so they'd have a they, photo, yeah. the frame before the punch and the frame after, like during the punch, and they'd have a line saying where the shoulder and like the chest and the chin are. And it looked like Brayshaw bent his knees slightly, but it also looked like Gaff extended up and, and raised his head up about maybe, you know, 10 centimetres. So it was like, which one went up higher, bro? Can I can I quote Gleason here? Gleason, the QC Prosecutor? for the AFL, yeah. yeah. A man with the reflexes and responsive gifts of Andrew Gaff, you might think that he could adjust his blow for the inevitable, relatively insignificant movement of Brayshaw. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that gets 35 touches every AFL game because he's a very gifted athlete is uh, blown away by a slight ducking. <laughs> nah, both sides went down in that. It's like, it's like as Duck Man said it, Ducky from Purple Rain said it so good when, you know, everyone's got an opinion and 50% of opinions no, 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 are he below said, average. Yeah, no, no, no. You just combined two things. I didn't he want to said, say his arsehole quote. He said, the arsehole quote makes sense because the thing is everyone does have an opinion and it feeds directly into the 50% of people below average. So 50% of assholes are going to smell more than the 50% of other assholes. And the same goes with opinions. Yeah. <laughs> and in the in reality, probably 95% of assholes stink. So probably 95% of opinions stink too. So it was pretty... Um, and I love the, <laughs> the Sunday through Wednesday cycle of opinions. Like they Good just, God, they, your, they your little post. Yeah. Talk yeah. us through it. Well, Sundays, he's a good bloke. Mondays, Brayshaw, Ducks. Tuesdays, leave him alone. And Wednesdays, how many premierships you've won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... Show they, us your trophy cabinet. Me, me, me. But, you know, some Docs fans calling for... It, but technically, it could have been... Both, both sides had some nuffies. But I feel like it really flushed out the stinkers in our, in our society. Mainly the Dockers and Eagles supporters. But there were a lot more Eagles supporters showing their... Yeah. Bad Absolutely colors. terrible side, yeah. Um, some of my favourites were Brayshaw ducked like he deserved it. Uh, Gaff meant to hit the chest, therefore it's not that bad. It's like, uh, bro, if I punch you in the face and tell you I meant to hit your chest, you're still going to be pretty angry. So, Did I just wake up in Russia? Yeah. Uh, Lion, like how about just, oh, but Lion paid compensation for sexual harassment. It's like, ah, yeah, we're talking about an assault at the moment. <laughs> like, can we... <laughs> Like, what, are you just going to bring up any tribunal in the past? And it's like, well, there was time when Alex Silvani elbowed Crips. And it's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Like, that was dealt with as well. Like, at the time, Freo didn't cheer on Alex Silvani or say that was good or say that um, Crips ducked. Mate, it's <laughs> like, like they had to, they're just like getting home from work and they're just charging in and they're like, out the way, out the way, where's my iPad? I need to defend Gaff. It is Kids, mental. Kids, get out the way. Daddy's got an important job. He's got the six to eight shift defending Gaff. Just let me get into this and just like channel seven. A few of my favourites. One comes up in the questions from um, number one listener, Rosie. Uh, is So part of this was Lions just saying this to distract from being beaten. It's like, oh, I'm pretty sure he's commenting on one of his players getting super injured. Mm. And then how about it's Lions' fault for putting Brayshaw on gaff and telling him to like block his run. It's like, mm. are you blame? That, that is the equivalent of saying it is the dressmaker's fault for selling a short skirt dress if someone gets raped. <laughs> that is mental. But I would love microphones on what Lyons crazy. said to I want microphones on him. Yeah, or oh, what he said. He said something. He's been like, you got to... Sweetie, like, where is my iPad? I need to defend the undefendable. Yeah, I just thought of the best <laughs> argument. I better post it on a public forum that all my friends can read. Switch off Channel 7 until Basil is fired. I am not oh, watching Oh, was Basil? Basil getting stuck into them was... Uh, Isn't that your next... Is that one of your next points? Yeah, get, it's point seven, bro. Point seven, Basil, mate. Didn't the faithful... When, when shit hit the fans, didn't Channel 7 just duck the cover did, and So really what that highlights is the news will go for you 
no matter who you are. Like, oh. if there's a sweet story, like, if anything comes out now, the news are like, well, ratings are pretty sweet. Like, this is a dog-eat-dog world. We're just going to have to, like, Mate, go for this. Channel 7 will put on footage of Chad Fletcher knitting whatever, you know, like... In look Bali. At, in, but like, look at Chad Fletcher. The Eagles weren't that bad. Look how good Fletcher's doing. He's in Bali knitting bags. It's like, cool. Cool. I don't need to. That shouldn't. That shouldn't be news. It is but crazy. For, what and they they're run. like, like, see, we were. And they really wonder good, why the really news good, is doing terribly. Really good club. Very good club. Chad Fletcher's all good. Ben Cousins is all good. It's like, uh, no. Until. Until. And then. <laughs> Mate, I loved it. I loved him just like because that was like pretty. It was just pretty antagonistic. It was like, is there a culture problem? Are you arrogant? Like, is there an arrogance oh, problem? It was just Basil. like. <laughs> it was great oh, to watch. Basil. Yeah, what about Trevor good. Nisbet? Um, mate, Nizzy. He, I've, he went from, He started well. He started very well, and then he's like, all right, I haven't put my foot in my mouth for at least 35 seconds. Oh, he didn't mean it, though. <laughs> oh, and they played golf. Did they? <laughs> it's, I just find it, like I said, like it's the next day, so they've gone out to... If you are in the PR department... Oh, mate, hang Eagles, on, are you all right? Oh yeah, are you all right? No, I've had I've got this annoying shoulder. I've got this really oh, really. What's that from? I just finished playing golf with Hamish Brayshaw. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, oh just... yeah. Oh, that's right. Nizzy was talking about it. Were you playing that game? <laughs> I was in that game. It was all the Brayshaw family. Over the Gold Coast. You didn't even tell me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, didn't he just dig a hole after a while and just talk like a politician? I thought. And then, yeah. Sound like just, a politician. Like I said, he was it is just what digging it is holes and changing it's easy topics. To, surely it's easy just to apologise and, and not not blame Lion or the Dockers or, you know, this or that. Like You're inflammatory. It's like, uh, maybe that punch to the face was inflammatory and everything that said after was a reaction. <laughs> is he not allowed an opinion on his, like... Is he not entitled to an opinion on yeah. one of his players? Has this been, like... Ludicrous. Is that, is that not... He's, you know, he's it there in a media conference. Ludicrous. They're asking him. Yeah, it seems bizarre. Like I said to you before, like I mean, if any common sense thinking person would be like, just go out there and apologise. You know, say that. Oh, know, just we're just go here out to support. Say, say all you're the here right to support things. Gaff. Say all support the right Gaff. things, and people are like, oh yeah, they handled it fine. The but PR just coming out and just getting bold. that little bit sucked in by the media. And then defending, but like yeah. straight onto the back foot. I'm surprised he didn't walk out there with these premiership cups and sit them at the front and say, "How many you do- how, how many, many say Frio on them? How many of you won?" Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty much what he said towards the end. Um, all right, and the tribunal eight weeks. I was happy with that. You? I would have liked ten, especially since they offered three, and because Gaff. Um, do you reckon they yeah. add three to their sentence? I want. I want. Oh man, no! Because when the Eagles suggested three weeks, they're like, "Yeah, it's probably worth three. And they're like, mm, "Nah, catcher." Um, and I just think how he refused to say he was frustrated or angry or it was a lashing out or he didn't offer yeah. anything like that. And I mean, when Gleason said that if it's a cool, calm, um, normal gaff, so you're not saying you're frustrated. If you're saying you were cool, calm, and functioning properly, Measured. then that's even more scary for your yep. action. So clearly, if you're going to say you're a good person, you did a bad thing, clearly something was wrong and you're not... So I didn't like... I would have said eight at the start, but given the three-week response and, and him not just fully accepting and saying, you know, 
I, I wanted 10. But uh, whatever. No, I agree. Matter. I'll have eight. I'll take eight. Eight's fine. I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what the most disappointing thing in the end is? What? Poor Brad Shepard celebrating his 150th, and we don't even mention it because of what Gaff did. Yeah, that's true. Big he was bloody, in the middle for the song. That's, big, that's bloody, a <laughs> big bloody shit, you know? Shep's become a good player, actually. If oh. I take my, my rose-coloured, my purple-coloured glasses off. But no, yeah, he's actually a very handy player. Shout um, out Brad Shepard, you probably listen. Yeah, oh, I reckon he does. Why wouldn't he get around <laughs> the Dockers? Um, <laughs> big Dockers, man. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, all right, questions time. We've oh, spoken yeah. enough about Gaff. All right, first one is my favourite. What's the most beers either of you have consumed in one sitting? I reckon we probably Ooh. did it together. <laughs> great man. At one of the many of time, many times we've had heaps of beers together. But heaps I wouldn't know. Be- I reckon heaps. 20. Like, do you reckon heaps 20? Of, heaps <laughs> of beers in Adelaide, day one of the cricket. Oh, remember that was we, pretty hectic. Mate. Do you remember was... when the next morning we were like, <laughs> we were like, oh, someone's yacked in the sink. Um, and then you looked in there and there was like whole coffee beans. And then we'd all had like a round of espresso martinis. And at the time I was like, oh, I just, I just ate them whole, man. <laughs> and then you guys were like, well, that's pretty conclusive evidence. It was you, Juddy. I remember looking for you and I kept opening the bedroom door and I would look around and I'm like, where is he? I was like, he was here. And you were slumped behind the bedroom door. So every time I opened it, I hid you. I was in the wedge, man. <laughs> a lot of that's probably the most beer I've had in one sitting. I had a lot of beers, um, but not that many. In, I'm only small, but I had a lot of beers. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Ducky. Leone, hello, Leone. What did you love? How how much did you love Ross's response um, to Gaff's dog act? And how glad are you that Trevor Nisbet works at for Week Coast and not the Dockers? Oh, I think we've covered those two oh. things. And a uh, great question, though, Leone. And I'm very glad that Trevor Nisbet isn't working for Freo. Standing I, I didn't like that at no. all. And like Dougie said, I mean, Ross just reeled us back in with his, his post-match presser, I think, was as good as any AFL coach. His po- and then when he went on, the, went on Channel 7 and Basil didn't, didn't do anything as nasty as what he did to Simpson, mind you, but... He asked some questions. He's like, oh, I'm just not going to talk about it. No, that's fine. Like, we just want to support. We just want to move on, blah, 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 blah. And, and then yeah. has Ross giving four votes to um, <laughs> to Gaff in the game? He's like, I really respect him as a player. He's a gun. He, yeah. was, four, he was second best on ground. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I completely liked Ross's. Yeah, Ross's response was probably one of the, it's good. the shining lights from the day. Um, all right, Rosie. So the first one was about putting um, line putting Brayshaw onto Gaff. Now, the problem I have with this, so I think it's a fair question because people have brought it up. Um, Brayshaw wasn't on Gaff the whole day. They were just matched up at the time. Like that's a common thing to happen. And what Brayshaw was doing, as in blocking the run, is a very common thing to do, particularly for a player like Gaff. So I don't think anything should be taken off what happened for that. That happens to every AFL player and it should happen to every AFL player because if your defender is serious about playing footy, they should be trying to not let you run to their next contest yeah. uh, and annoying you. Um, and, and then he said, he, should get should good record be... Oh, go on, sorry. The thing with putting... Overall, the thing with putting Brayshaw on players like Gaff and players like Tom Mitchell, Tom Mitchell and Gaff find the ball 30 to 40 the times a game. The learning experience. But yeah. they find the ball. So what better way to go learn, you know, 
Garfalo Tom Mitchell, he gets there and he finds it 40 times. Like, what'd you realise? Like, what'd you find out? So I don't think he plays a traditional tagging role. Like, he's not niggling him. It wasn't a tag, no. It's it, like, was, it was just that, that play. It looked but like But what better way tagging, to learn? Yeah. Like, Gaff gets it 30 times. Like, what was he doing? What was he doing, Brayshaw? Like, where was he taking it? How was he moving? Like, what was, you know... So I think it's more, more that side. Um, why 18-year-olds go f- to those guys. Because what a way to learn. Yep. Big time. Um, Rosie also asked, should good records be taken into account? Um, I think in terms of the overall assessment, if someone's a repeat offender, yes. But I, I think the, ac- the way the AFL approaches it now is the action and the outcome are the only thing they take into account. So, like, I don't know why they keep bringing out, like, you're under 12's cricket coach or, like, way lead Ali. It's like, uh, no, so you hit him with severe contact to the head and it was behind play and it was intentional, therefore you get eight weeks. Like, record, yes, it doesn't matter record, anymore. No. There's no, there's no, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But where that probably is more, it's like, a more accidental type incident they're like okay well obviously he probably didn't like if it's a little bit gray area but like a clean punch is that's the action it's like you clean punch that guy in the face doesn't matter if it's the first time we've done that but i mean Um, in my opinion anyway he was a pleasant non-confrontational and emotionally stable individual well i mean who cares he wasn't very stable after he punched a guy he was stable planting his left hook yeah, uh, Felix, one of my mates from uni, has said, uh, how lit were you that night? And I was very lit. That's why I kept messaging you how lit I was. You I tried to have a conversation with me while I was on a steamer, and I literally read, uh, like, like, you know, you close one eye and you read it, because I'm two hours ahead of you. It would have been at, like, 2 a.m. Uh, I think I just replied, like, mate, I'm pretty lit. <laughs> you were just like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> just watch Buddy... Buddy turned it on to a big Buddy fan. I got a bigger soft spot for him and, and what yeah, he you got a do. big Buddy boner, don't you? I do. Big Aiden boner, mate. He's. I, I think I've spoken to him about it before. We'll never see another Buddy Franklin. We will never see another. Nah, we won't see hundred goals a pretty in a season, unique, dude. You actually said he was underrated one day. I still like. Yeah, no. I, and it's defense. It's defensible to think that um, the way he can win win games off. No other player can win games off their own boot like Buddy can. Six goals. Not four. like he that. could have kicked like. I think he hit the post twice. The, be- the best is thinking about maybe we're seeing a Buddy that is only at eighty percent. Like the amount of times he stuffs up easy things. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he kicked more goals. Mate, he's he's going to be the last thousand goal player. Like I think he's on eight hundred goals or something. He will. I mean, who wants to mark the yeah. ball in the centre square and just run around and just, slot just have it, a shot? I mean? yeah. Like, you only have to get it to it's him mental. 60, inside 60. They yeah, were saying that he doesn't it. train. They were like, he doesn't really train. And I'm like, what do you want him to Mate, get better at? His 30 metre stab pass. Like, he's, you want he's to improve not that fit looking anymore, if you look at him. He's, like, he's traditional, got a big booming left boot, clunky. He's, he's very plugger at the moment, hey? He oh, was turning to plugger. Love him. Don't get me started. All right, so punting last week, you got on the Ruse plus 40. They won by three points. And I, I got did. on Geelong, and they lost by three points. Ah, oh, Gaz, the man with the hair upside down. We were down. close. Couldn't get you across the line. Yeah, Gary Ablett. Um, what about you? know, I told though. you Geelong get up for these games. Yeah. That was my theory, but stunk it up. Um, who you got this week in a punt? Um, I think... St Kilda versus Essen. I didn't check. I forgot to double check. I think check. it was about three bucks. I had a look. I, I just think Essendon now... Are due to drop one, you reckon? They're probably missing finals. And there's a lot of pressure on St Kilda. 
Uh, uh, 460. <laughs> 460, yeah. yeah. It's a big odds. I mean, I think Essendon are out of the hunt now, and they lost pretty yeah. pretty badly against... Well, not badly. It was a cracking game. That was probably the best game I've seen all year. Yeah, um, true. You know, Donsers and Hawks, um, big fan of Essendon. But, yeah, I just think St Kilda are under a lot of pressure late in the season, win for the fans, and I think Essendon have just been throwing everything no, to make like the top it. A. Um, like and it. also, I've got... <laughs> Richmond have to lose. <laughs> like, do they? Yeah, and they're going to lose the Gold Coast at $17. Do they? Um, no, that's a $13 thing. That's a big odds. $17. Um, so I'm going to go... Gold Coast. So I think the same thing about Melbourne. They have to lose. And Melbourne generally disappoint in the games where everyone's like their favourite against a good, good team. Yeah. Sydney are $3.10. In yeah, Melbourne. that's insane. Sydney don't play that well at the G anymore. That's our SCG. Like they play, they play well in underdog games when they're not suspect uh, expected to win. I'm going to go Sydney at three dollars ten, and that is a hot tip. I'm probably going to back that with real money too. Yeah, get around and get around the hot shot jackpot again. Yeah, um, do it's worth it. I had a mate. I think it was Brad Angel, who's an Eagle supporter, so I won't be listening. But he said he won four dollars sixty. Oh, yeah, enjoy. That's what you get for not betting on the draw, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, um, exactly. All right. So this week, instead of a numbers quiz, I've got a quiz for you, monkey. Oh, it's pretty no. funny. So Lee Spur has hung up the boots today. After a, a very dockery career, he um, came in as a mature age rookie Played over 100 games, played in finals, was the player of the finals, I believe, in the grand final year, 2013, yeah, or best listener. club man. Uh, probably gets around us. Um, mm-hmm. I feel sorry for him, but he, he definitely wasn't going to be part of the next generation um, and probably played his best season in 2014. So um, had probably slid since then, maybe 2015. So, um, But he, he was good when he was good. He was just a hard... He always used to just get beaten in the face, hey? He yeah. always be bleeding. Um, very, uh, what's his name? Joel Selwood in that regard, always bleeding from the head. All right, so he did a, I went and had a look at his profile on Docker's website, and he had like a bunch of frequently asked questions. Firstly, I'm going to get a few of them a 50 50. What do you reckon his nickname was? Spur Dog or Spurry? I hope Spur Dog. Yeah, I'd put that in because I knew you'd go for it. It was Spurry. Uh, <laughs> Imagine if he was called Spur Dog. Oh, did you pick the... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Spur Dog. All right. He said, he was asked, which of your teammates would pick themselves in fantasy football? <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, Tom Sheridan or Nat Fife? Nat Fife. Nat Shero. <laughs> All right. What is his hidden talent? Canoeing or rock climbing? me very well here. Uh, his hidden talent would probably be rock climbing. It's canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who did he go for as a kid? Hawks or Essendon? Essendon. Yeah, you got it. Nice. You're one from four. All right, I won't give you any things for this, but I'll, I'll tell you that they're very boring apps. Three apps on your phone that you can't live without. LinkedIn. No, they're more boring than that. God, I don't know. Um, what, three on his phone that he can't live without? Yeah. Like the music app? 
No, more boring. God, notes? <laughs> yeah, no, nearly. So he goes weather, shares, and maps. <laughs> well, he's got a point with maps. I'll give him that. But you can live without him. maps. We lived without maps for many a, t- many a year. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, okay. All right, Spurry. All right, what what sort of pet do you reckon he has? Cats. No, he's got a dog. He's got a staffy, which is pretty sweet. I got around it. All right, final one. I reckon this is hard for you. Uh, hard for anybody, but this will be hard for you too. The best concert you've ever been to? A, Peking Duck, or B, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Red Hot Chili Peppers? Ah, uh, Peking Duck. <laughs> Mate, I read you so well with all these second answers. <laughs> Spur Dog was my favourite. I was like... 100% reckon I'll pick this one. <laughs> oh, I, ho- I, was, I was guessing, but I was also hoping. I was like, be yeah. Spur Dog. Come Imagine on, if Spur his Dog. name was Spur Dog. It would be the best. Man, I'd drag um, him out of retirement. Uh, what do you reckon about this week? Duck literally just messaged me, messaged us, saying, is anyone a little bit scared about the Carlton game? And I replied, hugely yes. <laughs> always scared, yeah. There's no, there's no 100%. Um, this is I the mean, sort of game that worries me. Yeah, they. You'd hope they just carry on with with some of the intensity and fight, and I really do hope in these last three weeks we get a bit of reward for a bit of effort. Like there has been times where we've played very competitive, good football, um, but it hasn't been consistent enough and for long enough. So yeah, it hasn't been clean enough. Um, I mean, we were very confident going up against I, Brisbane and we lost by ten goals. So weren't yeah. we? We've that's twice that's happened. Yeah. All right, so I'm really hoping that they show some balls, play Harley Bunnell, mainly maybe play Stranatica, um, you know, just go whatever. Like Johnson, maybe should go out again. Who knows? Like, just throw some things in. We've got three yeah. games. We're playing Carlton. Shouldn't be that hard. I would be disappointed just, if we Carlton play, got pantsed. If we play Jono, I've actually yeah, quite I enjoyed Jono, his. Him and Ballas probably earned their spot because yeah. of the way they stood up for everybody. Mate, I reckon. And we should probably start a crowdfunding thing to pay for his fine. Two grand. No, nah, he can pay for it. He can take it out of his <laughs> Coke money. <laughs> um, with it, well, should we move on to some exciting news, some big announcements that came through today from, speaking of Duckman. Yeah. Um, Don't give last... it away. <laughs> For the last round, we are going to get the special Dinner Hopefully, for Two 22 yeah. live last episode. Matt Jabb will be... So I'm not booked yet, but I'm hoping to get over for the Collingwood game. Rob Dog's oh. having to leave town. I'm going to do my best. Um, if so, we can get it all going. Possibly. How about, if this was to happen, how about we do like a pre-game recording, have a few beers go to the game, sit all in the same seats, like record us saying some stupid shit there, and then go after and record more. 100%. That could be dinner for two, 22. Dinner for two, 22. (laughs) And we would call it that. It would be the dinner for two, 22 app uh, podcast. Duckman, Juddy and Monkey coming to you with refreshingly low-tech Dockers game day yeah. experience duck was like i've got a microphone it's like no 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 we're whoa, using whoa. phones in a computer bro <laughs> yeah Ooh, mr space i'm H. using a tape recorder <laughs> <laughs> i 
We're going to fax it to you guys as well. <laughs> Everyone turn their fax machines on. <laughs> um, Telegraph the podcast out. All right. So Ducky has given us some really exciting news, which we won't ruin, but definitely listen to their special edition Thursday Purple Rain. It's going to be awesome. Um, it'll probably come out the same time this comes out. So if you listen to this first, then it's pretty loose anyway. Actually, theirs might come out on Friday if they do it Thursday. But um, very yeah, exciting, yeah. very exciting um, episode they've got coming up. Um, and uh, apart from that, thank you very much for all the action we've gotten on the Facebook. Uh, we do appreciate that. Yep. Oh, we didn't even mention our sponsors this week. No, I'm drinking Swan Draft as well. Are you? Yeah. On purpose. I'm ha- I had a wine before. The cool, refreshing lager of Western Australia, Swan yeah. Draft. Well, because I'm not over there, it's just so expensive. And chicken treat, indigestion for all. Chicken treat, the rotisserie style chicken that doesn't actually cook properly. In all honesty, I have um, a family friend that used to work in marketing for Chicken Treat, and he said the same company owed Red Rooster and Chicken Treat, Chicken Treat, and because of the rotisserie or something, sometimes it wouldn't cook the chicken properly, and they'd get salmonella poisoning and things, and then oh. that, all they'd do is um, change the, rep, the, the restaurant to a Red Rooster. <laughs> like, two months later, it'd be a Red Rooster. <laughs> How good is that? I was like, that is amazing oh. marketing. God, I've probably eaten it. But anyway, Mate, I'd dog still talk. Go in. I'd go not get bringing you salmonella or a strip sub combo. No, absolutely. Um, thanks for hanging around for the forty-five minutes. It was a massive week, and we hope not to ever have to go through that again. But thanks for sharing it with us. And we will, though. We will keep keep sharing, subscribing. I'm not keep sure hitting us up with those questions, particularly yeah. you, Rosie. Yeah. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much, team. All right. Enjoy. Bye.